Coming up, we're going to talk about some of the latest Halloween Horror Nights news, as well as take you on a trip on the High in the Sky Seuss Trolley train ride from Universal Orlando Resort in Orlando, Florida. This is the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is episode 142 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams, joined alongside by my co-host here, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Yes, and uh, I'm sorry for the kind of weird intro and everything that's happening with this, but essentially we recorded a uh, we recorded a, a full show inside the studio like we always do, and then unfortunately had some uh, had some issues with the recording. So uh, luckily we were able to salvage some of it. So. Uh, mostly the Halloween Horror Night section where we're talking about the, the latest announcements, some of the scare zones and stuff. But we lost the back half of our show. We don't have that for you, so we decided let's meet in the middle of where we live, Universal Orlando. Actually get in the park and do a uh, nice little special way to make it a little bit of a longer show. So On location. On location. A lot of fun. So, yeah, we're going to start this episode off by instead of us talking here we're going to cut back to the bob varley studio and you can watch our discussion right now on the latest announcement from halloween horror nights uh since the last episode i believe the last thing that we did discuss uh in terms of halloween horror nights was the uh the announcement that was made before previously about the five different scare zones where we knew that we were going to get the purge uh trick-or-treat invasion um the altars of horror which i always want to call atlas of horror it looks so similar and so close it's not atlas of horror that makes no sense altars altars of horror uh, as well as the uh, Festival of the Deadliest, which essentially is the theme this year. Um, since since that's all been announced, we've also seen our first look at the merchandise, which is um. all very, um, very skull and flowers. And it's like it's like a real version of Day of the Dead, yeah. not not your typical, um, you know, not the typical cartoonized versions that you all, I don't really want to say that. Um, I, I hope everyone out there understands what I mean. Um, you know, we're not talking about, we're not talking about Coco or Book of Life Day of the Dead. We're saying... You're not talking they, about the happy Day of the Dead. You're talking about the scary Day of the Dead. Exactly. Which I, I personally, I, I do love that aesthetic. Um, I, I, I love the lore behind Day of the Dead. I've always loved it since since I saw the great movie uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico starring Johnny Depp and Antonio Banderas. I do like that movie. Oh, I do too. It's a, the, the entire... Um, You're going to shoot the cook? No. You want me to shoot the cook? No, I'll shoot the cook. I'm parked out back. 
Oh, I, I love the Desperado trilogy. I am a big, big fan of the Desperado trilogy. Love it. Love Day of the Dead. But we are not here to talk about that, the theme, all that. We are going to talk about the latest house announcement, which, uh, of course, is our final intellectual property house. It's what we expected. Uh, it's what everyone expected um you know obviously we didn't expect this uh i think even two months ago at this point i didn't ever think this house was going to happen it makes sense now and it is happening and that is the horrors of blumhouse i you almost did it again and the sad part is in the video that they put out he started they have jason blum start out the video by saying hi i'm jason blum and it's like but i just keep wanting to go to bloom it's i think it's because i see a house and i see the blu i start thinking michael bluth and i think arrested development and i think about beads and and all of that it just kind of all tumbles together but yes our final our final uh intellectual property house is going to be the horrors of Blumhouse, which, uh, of course, as we talked about, I think in a couple episodes ago, uh, Blumhouse Productions is basically responsible for every uh, franchise of horror that has kind of come up in the past 15 years or so. And, you know, they, they do it with that mentality of we can make a movie for like the original movie in the series for a million dollars or less. And see how much it's going. It's going to actually make. So they did it for Paranormal Activity. Make a movie on a shoestring budget and watch how much it blow. Uh, just completely blew up. Um, Insidious, same idea. Make it on a tiny budget. Just absolutely went insane with the amount of money. Yes, they've they've had their weirder ones in there that don't quite fit in with the rest of um, Blumhouse Productions, as we talked about. They uh, Blumhouse is. In charge of, uh, they were the ones who made Whiplash, which I, I still laugh at, the, at that. But yeah, Whiplash, all those horror movies, and then Whiplash. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And you know, The Purge, another one of the the movies they made, Oculus, which I think is an underrated one. Uh, but and then obviously this year, their big one was Get Out, and one of one of That's as well one. as Split. Um, I do you know, like Split too. That's so, two good movies. Yeah, no, two two great movies. Um, except I haven't seen Split, so I can't really speak on that <sighs> one yet. But nobody tweeted him. He doesn't know. I. It's fine. I will watch it. It will hit HBO soon, or oh I will. Gosh. Somebody's going to ruin the end, or you're going to read a news article about it, something else, and you're going to be like, "Oh, now I know the end." It's fine. I'll go to the red box. Um, but yeah, the other uh, one of the other ones that uh, kind of sticks out the most, besides Whiplash, in terms of odd uh, odd movie choices for Blumhouse, was uh, back in back in the great old year of 2015. Do you remember a movie called Gem in the Holograms? Oh God! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. Blumhouse was in charge of that, but other you know the Lazarus effects, just so so many good good ones in there and throughout so uh, what they are doing with this house is exactly what uh was predicted this is kind of going to be a a best of house scenario and um the horrors of blumhouse will be taking place not only at universal orlando resort but this house will also be out in universal studios hollywood and the unique part is they will both be while 
the houses are always they might share the intellectual property. Houses are different between the two because two different creative directors. But in this case, it's even more different because they're they're pulling from different source material. Mm. Did you uh, know that? What the, the, about the different source material? Yeah, for the Blumhouse. Yeah. Yes. Well, because I read the information about it already but fantastic well, sometimes <laughs> sometimes you don't so i, I don't yeah I, I mean i i knew did you say what it is yet no i i didn't talk about it let's okay. start with obviously um we're going to talk about universal orlando first uh, our halloween horror nights because uh that's what we are first and foremost is a universal orlando podcast Psh. um we are so uh in terms of blumhouse production movies that will be in our house we are looking at three of them three franchises sinister insidious and the purge which the purge kind of caught me off guard considering we a scare zone yeah exactly yeah we have a scare zone and then we are also going to have purge inside a house but let's go over universal's description of this one they say Upon entering the horrors of Blumhouse maze at Universal Orlando Resort, guests will attempt to survive three of the most menacing anthologies in the Blumhouse assemblage. First, guests will face the horror of becoming stars in the next home murder movie of menacing demon Boogle. <laughs> I've, I've never seen the first or the second. Boogle? Boogle? Sinister? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen um, those either. Yeah. So, a demon... Bugle Buggle. Someone tell us how to say it correctly. Is it Babadook? <laughs> I, I, you know, the sad thing is I could have just looked up a clip from the movie to hear how it was said, but um, I, I wasn't. I didn't know at the last second if I was actually going to say the name. But yes, from Sinister, uh, there are two Sinister movies that I will now have to bone up on before Halloween Horror Night starts. Uh, then they'll run for their lives to escape the gang of bloodthirsty home invaders from the first installment of the purge saga so i guess that is kind of a hint to what we really should expect in terms of the purge in this house as well as the scare zone this is kind of setting it up that we're only going to deal with the the house and everything from the first movie and then out in the scare zone i'm Mm. expecting we're going to see a lot more from uh anarchy and election year interesting okay yeah I, i can see that yeah, and I think it actually makes more sense. It was like I did enjoy when you see some of the, uh, you know, some of the well-known uh, killers from the first Purge movie walking around the Purge scare zone when they were out there. But you know, they spend an entire movie outside of a house trying to get in, and then what happens when everything starts to happen? You still haven't seen it yet. Whereas, uh, no, but I remember the the Purge house they did. Yeah, like. Two years ago, right? Yeah, the the makeshift. What happens when you have to throw a house together at the last minute? Yeah. But uh, there was one really cool effect, though, when they stabbed the person on the bed and it sprayed you in the face. Exactly. No, there's cool moments in that. But yeah, so it it just makes more sense when when the purgers are walking out in the middle of a city in New York. That makes perfect sense in line with Anarchy and for parts of Election Year. It doesn't make sense in in regards to the first movie, so I think they have that right. And finally, guests will be thrust into the further from the insidious legend where they'll come face-to-face with the paralyzing lipstick face demon from Chapter 1 and witness Dr. Elise Rainer's own personal hauntings from her nightmare childhood in a first look at Insidious Chapter 4. I... Listen, Insidious, when we had that house a couple of years back, um, 
that that was absolutely one of my favorite houses. Oh yeah, that we've great. ever had at Halloween Horror Nights. Wait, 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 wait. The one since I've worked here, right? The one yeah. that was like Insidious One and Two. Yes, because you went through the wall and the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that house. Oh my gosh, and. Well, so I'm wondering if there's like a new demon, and that's what they're gonna like. That's the preview we're gonna get in the house. Well, I I really don't I, I don't know about that, but I mean, at least I I loved how they used the lipstick face demon in in the last time that we had an insidious house. Um, it, it's a perfect character having the just you know having the red the red face that just kind of pops out and but all being all black lots of great hiding places uh in and around there and like you mentioned uh the opportunity to have tiptoe through the tulips back in a house again is (laughs) that is something that i can't turn down um insidious chapter one is you know right now there's only the three movies four is coming out january 5th 2018 but insidious chapter one is still you know, I, I think that is the highlight of of that series at that point. Two's two's pretty good. Three, three Dermot Mulroney. I seen the third uh, one yet? Yeah, it, I, I've like had it for like a year yeah. to watch, and I just haven't watched it yet. Th- this is definitely uh, this is definitely the the better route that they're taking with it. Um, sticking with lipstick face from one, and then I, I, just like Hollywood, Hollywood's getting their full Insidious house. Ah, oh, I'm so jealous. Oh, I'm so jealous. They are, and theirs is um, theirs is based oh, on. Wait, theirs is all just the fourth movie. That yeah, was there, oh, never mind. Is, I'm not jealous anymore. Yeah, there, theirs is all Chapter Four. We're gonna get a little bit of it, and you know, so it'll make sense for us once we see the movie. I'm sure it'll just be kind of a scary blur while we are making our way through this house. Um, and so that'll that'll lead us into what's happening in Hollywood with the horrors of Blumhouse. And like I said, they're actually getting things a little bit different because, as I just mentioned, they have an insidious house already. They don't need to have insidious inside another house. So they are focusing on, again, the purge. As well as Sinister, but then, as we did in our Groundhog Day opening, the upcoming film Happy Death Day. So, here's the description of their house. Uh, in The Purge, guests will attempt to survive the night as they are immersed in the film's depraved world where all crime is declared legal as part of the government's annually sanctioned 12-hour purge. So, looks like they're just going to pick from all of them. I guess is the best way to to really look at it. And then, in what can be described as a living trailer for Happy Death Day, guests will experience a deja vu scenario as they are forced to relive the last day of their lives over and over again in an attempt to escape a mass killer, which... If you haven't seen any of the trailers yet for Happy Death Day, uh, this is exactly the plot. Um, A girl wakes up and goes throughout her entire day and at the end of her day on her birthday she is murdered and when she's murdered she instantly wakes right back up and starts to notice that all of the same events that she just lived through are all happening over and over again at the point where there's a clip in the trailer where she's like and sprinklers and this because she's just she's relived this day so many times my question is how terrible at life are you that you're allowing yourself to be murdered over and over again, day after day, <laughs> and you can't figure out— It's a out, surprise. You don't know. You know, at some point, you got to, like, start going around your day and being like, 
which of my friends have like machetes or guns <laughs> that I can take and like really put a put a fork in this? But we haven't seen the movie yet. We don't know. Maybe she does do that. We, she <laughs> decides to walk naked out the front door at one point. So yeah, you know, I I'm actually uh, the movie. It, it's probably going to be like six out of ten, a hit or miss. Um, but you know, in in terms of having it added to the house, uh, this the, another thing. That definitely wants me to get uh, wants to make me get out to Hollywood this year is because even in this house they're going to have something completely different. Well, it's just weird. Like, I wonder how they're going to do the idea of the repeating day over and over again. Yeah, like, I, are you just going to keep entering the same room over and over again, and the scares are in different places? Yeah, I I could actually. That's probably part of how it will happen. You'll enter <laughs> similar rooms, like the exact same room, one after the other, and it's it'll be that same killer, the big like, baby face kind of <laughs> looking guy that, that's killing people in there and it just pop out from different places. So I, I feel like there's a lot of promise in that one. And then the final nightmare will unmask itself in Sinister, where guests will encounter an ancient pagan deity who is determined to trap them in a sordid shadow world of the dead for all eternity. At least I didn't have to say Mr. Boogles name <laughs> in that one. Universal Hollywood got it right in their description. So I, you know, I, I, I and uh, I think that, this house is going to be very, very cool in, uh, in on both coasts. I don't know if this will be a standout as one of the best houses. Uh, let, let's be honest. We know American Horror Story is going to kick butt again in terms of intellectual properties. We know that The Shining is going to be like last year's Exorcist, where it was just, just really – just really perfect captured the soul of the movie and put it in the house in the perfect way and so something like this i think this could be a a surprise standout on on the level of like texas chainsaw massacre just just being like oh you know what i didn't actually expect this to be as good as it was and it's pretty good so uh I, i i think there's a lot of hope for it so and and the other nice thing about this too is blumhouse has a 10 year first look deal with universal i don't know how far into that they're at at this point but you know this this could even be a recurring thing next time around that we have maybe we're looking at a different level of insidious maybe they'll they'll pull the deals to get something in from uh paranormal activity or like i said before ouija oculus any of any of those others this this could definitely turn into a recurring house for a couple of years which i i think universal loves to do because well look we had walking dead for how many years oh now God. we're now we're in the world of american Friendly horror story free, thank gosh yeah but uh very very exciting overall i cannot wait for this one and overall my my excitement for the event is just really starting to get amped up uh more and more since we did our last show before we recorded our last show, we actually went to Universal, and you know, at that point, we were able to see the Trick or Treat Scare Zone, as well as, uh, you know, they had some of the streamers up in Avenue of the Stars for the Altars of Horror section. But then we went back just like two days after that, and by that point, they had already started to put some of the purge props out in uh in the new york section not a lot i mean we're just talking about like some of the the apartment doors were like barricaded and blocked off but the truly exciting thing was walking through san francisco and seeing the invasion scare zone area because they have the flying saucer 
crash landed right outside of what will be uh, Fast and Furious supercharged, and there's a military truck sitting out front there just looking all menacing. You know someone someone hopefully will be hiding in the back of there, or they'll have an alien stored in the back. Or I, I don't even know what they'll do with it, but um, there's definitely... There's definitely a lot of promise with that scare zone now. The one thing that I was happy to see, actually, in regards to it, uh, very concerned after last year with this scare zone that was in there, that it was going to be very hard to get through. But I think they made the right move this year by putting the UFO uh, closer, backed up to the old disaster building and Fast and Furious now. And that way there is still a complete straight line. Then mm-hmm. we'll go through that scare zone. There's no like having to walk around a boat that's just jutting out in the middle of the path. Uh, definitely will be a lot more accessible to get through because uh, I'll be honest, if it was early in the day, I would walk through that scare zone last year. But once you hit once you hit like eight or nine o'clock at night and it was dark and people were like getting absolutely freaked out through there. I, I just stopped walking through that one. It was it was always a cluster. It was I'm always going to get somebody up. who runs into you full force too. You know, it's like you're like I'm more worried about the other person colliding with me yeah. than anything else. And I feel like they made that scare zone last year less scary because of that. Like they didn't have it is menacing, but uh, everyone should know at this point. I mean, we, we see it in the comments all the time. Oh, I'm too afraid to go to HHN. I, that's just not up my alley. It isn't for a lot of people. And so you will just get these terrified girls and boys. I'm going to, I will say it is both sexes and they will just take off running through the scare zones, cursing and freaking out over uh, the, you know, just a, just a scare actor getting them at the right time and place. So, uh, you know, it's in a section like this where it's really crowded, claustrophobic, definitely smarter to keep it less scary. But I think this year they're they're moving on the right path for it. So that is that is where we're currently at. So I haven't been back over to uh, Universal since last Wednesday to actually actually look at it. So. Maybe there's more since then. I know they also oh, – did I'm you sure. see – well, there there is one update from uh, when we went to H-A- or to Universal the last time. Did you see the Sam figures that they put out? I saw, I saw the uh, – I think you posted a photo of it or something. I saw the photo of the Sam fig of – were there multiple figures? Yes, there were multiple Sams in there. I was hoping it was going to be like a person. I – yeah, I – I don't want it to be negative. Like, this isn't something that, you know, I don't enjoy my life being disappointed by stuff. I'm not disappointed by a lot of things. It's just when I'm disappointed, I feel like I have to whine about them more than uh, raving on and on about the things I love. But I was, I mean, I'm still very excited for the trick-or-treat scare zone. But the Sam figures that they put in so far look terrible. I, I haven't seen them in person. I've only seen the pictures. Yeah. But the pictures I, I, at night with fog and the right lighting and stuff, I'm sure they'll look good. But in daytime, they don't they don't look that impressive. I just like I said, I wanted Sam to be moving around, just like yeah. kind of roaming around and just randomly like he doesn't have to be scary, but just a roamer. Well, in in the movie, you know, Sam is kind of a speedy character. He can go from just standing still staring at you. And then, like popping, it's that's 
that's what his character's like in the movie. So I, I, some people I was reading in comments and stuff, they're like, well, it makes sense. You don't want it to turn into just a selfies, a selfie zone of people wanting to take pictures with Sam. But, but it, we have a zone for that this year. Yeah, so and, that's why, like, who cares? Like, well, and maybe that will happen in the alt. Maybe he will be a part of the altars of horror scare zone too. So that way, you can have the opportunity to to do that. But at this point, what scare zone isn't about taking pictures with the people? Like, you look at last year with Vamp Fifty Five. Um, I'm trash everyone, for, for that sort of stuff, oh, though. So, <laughs> but everyone, Fine. everyone loved taking pictures with all of them. That yeah. wasn't like a go in and take a selfie scare zone that was it was supposed to be the chance scare zone when you walked in you wanted to go up and take a picture with chance because she would be out on her little stage and tons of people did that but everyone was doing it in vamp 55 san francisco was a little too dark to do that but some people still still did i tried yeah yeah i mean you you try and all of them it's just it, it it feels right in scare zones it's an opportunity to actually do that but I, I don't know. I'm I'm slightly disappointed in it. I'll get out there probably today or tomorrow and take a look at it and uh, really give my full opinion on it. But just based on pictures, it is not that impressive to me. Oh, that was a fun little conversation that we just had. It was. Uh, my hair fell out. I know. Yeah, I had right. So much fun. <laughs> yeah, well, I believe you're. You had a lot more hair yeah. the uh, last time we did this. Obviously, a. Uh, visual reference for y'all if you're not watching this if you're listening to this you have no idea what we're talking about but in between recording and getting here rhino did get a haircut (laughs) so so wearing all the same clothes i just look physically different yeah that looks fantastic so uh that's going to lead us to our next part of this episode we are going to do a live ride review on yes what is going up above us right now the high in the sky perfectly timed yeah that was perfectly timed the high in the sky seuss trolley train ride one of the uh if not the best attractions here in seuss landing at islands of adventure um you know i I can already tell you how this is going to go because i love everything about this attraction it is goofy it's zany it's slow moving it's inside it's outside it's a little high up, though. I get a little nervous at the heights, but I do love the views. It provides some very pretty pretty views of the park here. Oh, wonderful views. And, I mean, the best part about it, I think, overall, is that it's one attraction but with two different potential rides Yeah. based on uh, which track you get loaded on. So, of course, the one one story goes through the story of the Starbelly Sneetches. I love the Sneetches. Sneetches are um, one of my yeah, favorites. exactly. And the other goes through the ABCs. And... And all of that goodness with Dr. Seuss. So, I like it. It's, you know, it, it just, it's really unique. It's really fun. So, um, I don't think we should waste any more time. It's after four. So, with our premiere passes, we do get express. So, we are going to go jump on this with our express pass. Uh, take you on a little ride. And we'll let you know how we feel about it when we do get off the attraction. So, let's go. Just look at that. That red and white hat. 
I'm sure it belongs oh, to that black and white cat. Up here. And look out below! It's that new Magoo Zoo. Oh, what this zoo must be worth. It's the most wonderful zoo on the face of the earth. Say, I like green eggs and ham. I do. I like them, Sam I am. And I will eat them here and there. Say, I will eat them anywhere. Now we bypass two unbudging zaps, both stubbornly stuck, unbudged in their tracks. Now keep your eyes peeled for sneeches. They're known to love beaches. There's one down there, fishing. He's floating, he's wishing. He might catch a fish with a pinwheel-like tail. He might catch a fish who has fins like a sail. He might catch a fish with a checkerboard belly. Or even a fish made of strawberry jelly. Say, that makes a story that no one can beat. When we say that we saw it on Mulberry Street. But it still could be better. Did I ever tell you that Mrs. McCabe had 23 sons and she named them all Dave? Well, she did, and that wasn't a smart thing to do. You see, when she wanted one and calls out, Yahoo! Come into the house, Dave! She doesn't get one. Oh, that's always fun going on high in the sky Sears Trolley train ride. Uh, today we were Sneeches. Yes, one of my favorite stories. However, when you're on the Sneech side, it doesn't really tell you the story of the Sneeches. No, no, no. It, it pretends as if you already know it. But, I mean, if you go on the other side and you go through Circus McGurkis, Cafe Stupendous and all that, you know, it just kind of is a lot of gibberish the entire way through. Fun gibberish, but gibberish nonetheless. Uh, yeah, I, I love it, though. I wish today we would have been able to do both sides, but they're only running one track. I would assume because, well, it's not really that busy here in the entire park, so... No, and I think this park closes at like 8 or 9, and it's already 6. Yeah. So, yeah, that could be part of it, too. Uh, I don't I love High in the Sky Seuss Trolley train ride. It's so endearing. And I love standing down below in Seuss Landing and just being able to watch it go up over your head. Um, it's one of those rides, it just... Like a lot of Universal stuff. Yeah, it is outdoors, but it, it ends up calling you because of that. When you see it going up over your head, you want to come over here. When you see the Hulk screaming through its track, yeah, you kind of, you're attracted to go over there and try it out. It's Unless you're islands, you. It's the Islands of Adventure. Yeah, never. Well, once, that one time. Yeah. Uh, it's the Islands of Adventure's version of the People Mover, you know? Not quite as expansive or as extensive, but I'd, I'd equate it to that sort of an experience. Anyways, yeah, that's our that's our thoughts, our review. I love it. You love it, right? Oh yeah, I love this ride. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't I don't ever want to see it go away. So I think if, it's if you're afraid of heights, though, like, like if your child is afraid of heights, I don't know. Sit them on the uh, when you sit in the. Make sure you sit first and they sit next to you. Because I was on the outside. I felt like Craig was going to push me out at any moment. I I really wanted to. I really wanted to, but. Yeah, that's our thoughts on uh, the High in the Sky Seuss Trolley train ride. Great attraction. Perfect. Love it. Can't say much more besides that. So I guess I want to take this chance to say thank you to Rhino for coming out here with me. And Of course. Any excuse to yeah. get sweaty. Exactly. My clothes. Fixing, fixing up the show a little bit. And, uh, of course, I'm going to say bye to you now. Uh, 
For more information, of course, on this show and all the others on the Diz Unplugged Podcast Network, please visit DizUnplugged.com for show notes for this show and all the others. As I just said, links to social media, um, this, that, and more. And like always, if you're watching this on YouTube and you enjoyed, uh, you enjoyed this, make sure you... Make sure you go ahead and subscribe to our channel and hit that thumbs up as well as leave comments below. If you're listening to this on iTunes, make sure you subscribe and then you rate and review us on there. It would be very helpful. We love reading the comments, feedback, all that good stuff. So, um, unfortunately, I know this was such a weird episode. So I apologize for that. We'll be back next week with another normal one. That's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much to everyone for watching and listening to this. We really do appreciate it. We do it for you. We always do it for you. That's going to do it for us. Uh, We will see you again next week. But until then, just remember, no resolutions.